Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.
the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 599 starts right after a word from my official sponsor, ForeverLetter.life. We'll also hear from the Halstead Hermit and Lipo7.com. Sometimes it's easier to express ourselves in a letter. Telling those we leave behind how we really feel can be stressful. But with Forever Letter, it doesn't have to be. Imagine being told that your life is now being measured in months and not years. You want to be able to say everything that is weighing on your mind to your loved ones in a way that will be cherished and remembered. Forever Letter has made the process of your final words easier to deal with, with a service that is secure and delivered on the date of your choosing, and can be delivered out to three years. The process is easy and user-friendly with different options available, such as choosing the stationery or recording a virtual message. Whatever method you choose, Forever Letter can help create a lasting and final memory for those you leave behind. It's important for all of us to say goodbye, whether you're healthy or sick, because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. Your Forever Letter will remind them that life can be a beautiful journey with words that last forever. Call 844-LETTER-4, foreverletter.life. Bringing life to you. As you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Now think of five people in your life, including yourself. At least one is struggling with a diagnosable mental health condition like depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, or post-traumatic stress. And many others will be troubled by significant emotional and psychological distress, especially in times of difficulty. That's why I want to introduce you to the Halstead Hermit. This is a female in Essex, United Kingdom with a mental illness. And her page includes music videos, photos, and memes to describe her feelings. She's hoping that the page is fun and interactive, and she'll be posting links to her videos, some photos of herself, and pictures of quotes that speak to her and hopefully others. Her hope is to be able to garner some support and compassion for those with mental illness so they can continue to grow and find a way to keep smiling. Visit thehalsteadhermit.blogspot.co.uk That is, again, thehalsteadhermit, T-H-E-H-A-L-S-T-E-A-D-H-E-R-M-I-T dot blogspot .co.uk and let's make this mental health awareness month a fruitful one Lipo7.com injections are compounded in the USA using only the highest quality materials. All of their nutritional compounds have been carefully formulated by doctors and an experienced compounding pharmacist and then tested for efficacy and safety. Go to their website now to order Lipo B12, HCG, and other weight loss injections. Lipo7.com. L-I-P-O, the number 7.com. Lipo7.com. My thanks to Lipo7.com, the Halstead Hermit, and my official sponsor, ForeverLetter.life. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. 
getting ready to discuss a few things. Let me let me go ahead and go to the phone lines. To the eight five zero area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. To welcome on the man in black coming into the ring, the Buckster. Buck, what's happening, bro? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, man. How are you? Outstanding. The, the dog days of summer are arriving. The humidity oh, yes. is starting to get hype. Um, the weather's getting worse in, in, the, in the heartland with all these damn tornadoes and hailstorms. You know, dog days of summer, stuff in the Gulf. And then, I mean, you know, you get, you know, got a few tropical storms already kind of lurking out there. I mean, you get, you're starting to get that summertime. So, you yeah, know, it's starting, starting to get here. Starting to happen, man. Getting ready for it. No doubt. All right, and let me have that's a blast from the past here. From the natural state of Arkansas, the 501 what? area code, let me welcome Amy. Amy, what's going hey, on? Hey, y'all. Hey, Amy. How are you? What's up? Not much. It's been a while. So nice good, to hear you. Good to be voice. on, Amy. Glad so to nice hear you on, to hear online tonight. Good to hear your right. voices. We'll go ahead and kick things off. And I also want to mention at the end of the show, I have a new new song by Sarantos Maloja that I'll play this week and next week for you all to check out. I'll let you preview it this week and then let you hear it again next week. All right. So uh, just to let you all know, it's been a lot of crazy things going on here in my hometown in Jackson. Uh, today we had two guys rob a Walmart with a skillet, um, <laughs> and a we skillet. had uh, a, yeah, they robbed with a skillet. They also used they used oh a skillet to break the glass to steal a gun, and but yeah, wow. uh, we had two ladies who, well, actually, there's a third person involved. But someone drove a getaway car. They had a heist of a hair store where they stole. Four hundred dollars in weave and made made away in a getaway car. And we had a lady. This is outside of Jackson in a town called Bentonia, which is about thirty miles, but not even thirty miles outside of Jackson, where some lady um, had someone rob her of nine azalea plants. So her azaleas got stolen, and uh, the lady was caught on surveillance camera walking around the house creeping. Stealing nine potted plants worth fifty dollars a piece. So that's what's wow. been going on around here, amongst a lot of other things that I won't even get into right now. But what I want to start off with first, um, and I got this from GetCrystallized.net over on Crystal's blog site. Justin Bieber is back in the uh, news cycle, and Justin Bieber said this. He said, "Quote." If you happen to see me out somewhere, know that I'm not going to take a picture. I'm done taking pictures. It has gotten to the point that people won't even say hi to me or recognize me as a human. I feel like a zoo animal, and I want to be able to keep my sanity. I realize people will be disappointed, but I don't owe anyone a picture. And people who say, uh, but I bought your album, know that you got my album and you got what you paid for, an album. It doesn't say in the fine print, wherever you see me, you get to also get a photo, end quote. So, Amy, I'll start with you first. He says he's not taking pictures with the fans anymore. 
Does buying a CD entitle you to photos, too? I mean, is that fair or foul for him to feel this way? No. I I don't blame him a bit for what he did. You know, that boy has been in this business since he was a kid. He's been told what to do. He's been told what to sing. He's been told what to wear, how to dance, how to act, you know, everything. And I think he's to a point that he's just tired of it because if you've ever seen – girls at around a, a celebrity like that, around a, a guy like that. The loudest concert I've ever been to in my life was a Justin Bieber concert. That is no lie. And I've been to, I couldn't tell you how many rock and roll heavy metal concerts. And the loudest one I ever went to was Justin Bieber when I took Shaughnessy when she was young. But I don't blame him for uh, one bit because, you know, he gets followed around constantly with cameras, 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 cameras. The boy cannot shit without it on camera. <laughs> and he <clears throat> he can't even piss in my buckets. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think he's just gotten to a point that, you know, all of this – whole career of his was all fun and great and awesome the first several years, and now he's just tired of being a product. He's tired of being a commodity. He wants to be – anybody wants to be treated like a human. And fans tend to forget that just because you are Justin Bieber or Kanye West or or Kim Kardashian or Nikki Six or whoever that you are a human being with feelings and emotions and um so no I don't I don't I think he's exactly right. Okay. Buck how do you feel, man? Um does Justin Bieber owe the fans anything? A photo? He doesn't owe him anything. He doesn't owe him a photo or anything. I mean, you got to. You have to be approachable. Um, and and you know the thing is, is that sometimes people don't know how to approach celebrities. Anytime I've driven limousines for celebrities, and I've met several celebrities, and I've always treated them as humans because, and a lot of times I don't even ask for an autograph. And when you don't ask for it, they give it to you anyway, in, in my personal experience. Simply because, I mean, if you approach them like they are actual humans instead of, you know, megastars, they get, they get an appreciation for that. And I understand where Justin Bieber's coming from. I mean, you got to look. He's always in the news, whether it's tabloids or somebody making fun of him or anything like that. And I think sometimes we, you know, it, it, his career started out, he was a youngster anyway. So the bottom line of it is, is that, I mean, he's just, he's trying to get some of his normalcy back, you know. And once he gets some of that back, maybe he'll start taking pictures again. But he's tired of being the laughing stock of the music industry or Hollywood or what have you. He's trying to get, you know, he's trying to get some respect. And I don't blame him. Okay. All right, to the Motor City I go to bring on the author, the show hostess, the show legend, Crystal Hickerson. Sub Chris? Thank you. How are you? Doing well. 
And um, right. I'll let you get your two cents in. Um, Justin Bieber said he's not taking photos anymore. He's tired of people not acknowledging him or treating him like a zoo animal or whatever, thinking that he owes them something because they bought a CD. Is that fair or foul? Does he owe the fans pictures? Yes, yeah, he does. He owes them pictures. Because, I mean, he doesn't have to take a million pictures with a million fans, but he should stop and take maybe two or three pictures with fans as he's going to wherever he's going to his car, inside or whatever. And then let that be it. Because as a fan, you know that um, he's not going to get to everybody. You know, it's not a red carpet situation where you're going to get to everybody. You just... He's just going in. You just take a couple of pictures and then wave to everybody else and then just keep going, you know. And then that's it. But to say he's a douche anyway, everybody knows, you know. So, I mean, all he has to well, it is, he is. So all he has to do is do that. But to say, oh, I'm not taking any more pictures and blah, 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 I'm like, screw you, man. If it wasn't for the fans who, you know, the thing about fans is a lot of people don't realize. They think that fans... They buy your stuff because you're great. Yeah, they fell in love with you, so they became your fans. But after that, they'll buy your stuff just because it's you. Not they, they probably haven't even listened to anything you've done after that. They just buy, and they come to the concerts, which is what really pays you. They come to the concerts. They're there all the time. Those, that's your, you know, bread and butter. So you should stop. I mean, yeah, if somebody's fanatic, that's what your bodyguards are for. You know, to get him out of the way. But other than that, you don't say no shit like that. And, yes, you do owe the fans, period. Okay. And um, the only thing I fought him for is saying what he said. I mean, personally, I I don't think that – I understand where he's coming from personally, that you get tired of people just put, tugging on your, your shirt and – grabbing you and taking pictures and not saying anything or just whatever. But I think that you you can't say anything like this. I just I just don't think you can. I just think that it just takes away from 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 everything you've accomplished as far as your fans are concerned and it just I, I don't know. I, I don't understand the logic behind saying it. But I understand that he may feel like an animal just having to deal with people all the time and I mean that's just what it is and a lot of people say well you signed up for it when you wanted to be a celebrity yeah but when he signed up he was a kid he probably had no idea that things were going to get this crazy so I don't really just blame him because he's just now realizing that there's some crazy people out there and they feel like you owe them something and just like you know that guy that buys buys a woman a drink feels as if, uh, you know, you have to spend all night talking to him or something because he bought you a drink. So I just feel that uh, he just needs to just not say this and just do what Crystal said, you know, take two or three pictures and then keep walking. Go where you have to go. But it's like you got to give him something. Now, T.I. co-signed with him on this and said that he agreed, understood where he was coming from. Uh, so he does have support for some from some other people, but uh, let's see. Uh, what about? I mean, would you be upset? I'm go back to you, Amy. Would you be upset if um, you ran into your favorite celebrity and they didn't feel like taking a picture with you? I mean, would that bother you as a fan? 
Well, it would, but to uh, to I mean, if I just went up and just, oh my God, Nikki, oh my God, Nikki, please take a picture, you know, because um, that's how these people act. Um, I mean, they just freak the hell out. Now, if I simply walked up to him and said, hey, Nikki, how are you? You know, um, I'm Amy. It's nice to meet you. I'm a big fan. Um, blah, 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 blah. Will you, take, will you take a picture with me? You know, I'm not going to walk up in the middle of him and his wife having dinner and ask him. Um, uh-huh. I heard somewhere the other day somebody said, hang out by the bathroom. I was listening to I, I, I no I was actually listening to to uh, listening to something on YouTube and somebody was talking about approaching celebrities um, and they said just hang out by the bathroom you'll catch them eventually right um but no not if I just freaked out and started pawing and on and squealing and screaming and freaking out then I don't blame him. Okay. And, Buck, what about you, man? Uh, would you be upset if your favorite celebrity didn't feel like taking a picture with you? I, w- I wouldn't be too upset. You got to understand the, the lifestyle that these guys are in. And, um, I mean, sometimes they have bad days, too. I'll give you an uh, example of it. Um, I actually had the privilege and honor to drive Amy Grant um, when I was in Mississippi. And she was having okay. an extremely and she was having an extremely bad day. And every fare that I've ever had, um, except two, and hers being one of them, always had, and when you're in the limousine, they always had the the petition down, and they would talk to the driver. Amy Grant was having a bad day, so she asked me to roll it up. And she was really, really snappy, you know, snotty-like. And Amy Grant was somebody back in, those, back in that time that I liked and liked her music. And I didn't jump to any conclusions. I just went ahead and, you know, did my job the way I was supposed to and was nice to her, even though she was snappy and short, carried her to the concert, picked up, carried her a few places after the concert. And at the end of the night, she said, you know what? You've been so nice, even though I've been so snotty. And she goes, I am so sorry for being snotty. And still tipped me and whatnot, and I said, thank you. Picked up the next morning, carried her to the airport, and it was, you know, no big deal. But I didn't ask for an autograph. I mean, everybody has everybody's entitled to having a bad day every once in a while. And that's what she was having. And, you know, for me, you know, I didn't, me as being one of her fans, I didn't want to be pushing and say, can you please give me an autograph or anything like that? Simply, simply because sometimes they need their, their need, their space too. So I didn't get upset about it or anything. I didn't get an autograph from them, but I did get a nice tip, two of them. So that's good enough. But and I also had, you know, the privilege and honor to drive her around town and whatnot. So, I mean, that was good enough for me. But people have to understand. I mean, yeah, they may owe it to the fans to a certain extent, but also they're humans too. And we have to, we got to, you know, sometimes they get tired of all the limelight, and we have to respect that as fans. Uh, Chris, would you be pissed? Hell yeah. I mean, (laughs) especially if I'm right there. I mean, it'd be different if, I was, you know, one of the ones who were far back or something, and I had to, you know, I, I'm really not reachable. But if I'm right there, you know, and, you know, I'm part of the, as I said, the two or three people who are right accessible, 
And yeah, I'd be a little upset. You know, I mean, because not, you know, the thing is, in order to be the two or three people that are right there, that means you were out there probably uh-huh. the longest, and you got there the first. You know, so you know, it's <laughs> not just any fan who is just right there. Those are the people who are diehard, who you know know where you are, know where you're coming from. No, you know, has you know, it's kind of camped out and been there because they know that they want to see you and take a picture or whatever. So for those, I just you know, yeah, I just think it, it's you know, I would be upset. And the thing about it is, as far as you know, people saying, well, that's their, you know, they're entitled to a bad day. No, you're not entitled to a fucking bad day. I'm sorry, you're not. <laughs> you're just not. I mean. You know, as Buck was saying, regarding a driver, well, that's different from a fan. Just because he's driving you doesn't mean he's your fan. You know, I'm talking about fans who are out there, who are waiting for you, who are, you know, there for your concert and, you know, has been out there for hours, whatever. Those people, that's who I'm talking about. You know, those are the people that you do want to stop and make sure that you say hello to. Because guess what? That's what you signed up for. And... And if you don't, I don't see how you could not know that, especially nowadays. How do you not know that? That once you become famous or people know who you are, it's just going to happen. That's just part of it. So, no, I have no sympathy. I mean, of okay. course, it's something over the fact where you die, you know. I mean, your ridiculous paparazzi shit is ridiculous. But just on a general level, someone just standing out there yeah. wanting a fucking autograph. Damn, stop. Sign an autograph. Put you two seconds. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with Beebs. I, I do think that um, he shouldn't have said it. You know, just just do your thing. Just I don't like, you know, somebody mentioned earlier, or maybe even Buck, you know, get some bodyguards. Let your bodyguards do the dirty work for you. I mean, there are ways around this without alienating everyone just because you may hate a few aggressive fans who want to rip your clothes and just grab you by the forehead and, and take pictures. And um, you can do like Mike Tyson did. Some guy wants to take a selfie with Mike Tyson. He walked up and threw his arm around him. Mike Tyson elbowed him in the mouth. You know, crisis averted. <laughs> so, which I don't know why you would walk up and put your arm around Mike Tyson and put him in a semi-chokehold anyway, unless you're looking to get knocked out. But, all right, 347-202-0215 is the number. You can get more of that Justin Bieber story over at GetCrystallized.net. Check out the blog there. Um, Now, there have been a lot of news I've been giving you all from the state of Mississippi, but we just, man, we just seem to be the blueprint for so much controversy, um, even more so than usual. Now, there are a lot of grounds for divorce in the state of Mississippi. You can get a divorce over impotence, adultery, bigamy, an incurable mental illness. Um, those are just a few things. But domestic violence is not on the list. And a recent bill just failed in the state legislature. legislature so that means that it's not going to be on the list anytime soon. Um, the Associated Press reported that a bill that would have finally added domestic violence as grounds for an at-fault divorce that died in the Mississippi State Senate. 
Senate Bill 2418 initially passed the state senates, but, amend, but amendments to the proposed law in the House that would have added two years of separation as another method prevented it from making its way to the governor's desk. The inability to divorce over domestic violence is a pretty critical oversight. Um, one in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by a partner. So, Amy, I'll, I'll start with you. Should physical abuse be grounds for a divorce? That should be the number one reason for a divorce. And separating someone for two years, <clears throat> um, you don't just all of a sudden stop abusing your partner. Um, I, I, it, but, you know, it doesn't surprise me that something like that would slip through the cracks. Oddly enough, I was watching an interview with Christina Crawford, uh, Joan Crawford's daughter that wrote the book Mommy Dearest, and she said that before she came out with her book and brought so much awareness to parental you know, abuse, um, that killing your kids in the state of California was a misdemeanor. Killing your kids. Killing your kids. Killing yes. Killing your kids was a misdemeanor before she brought some and and all the work that she's done on all that. But that's another subject. So it doesn't surprise me that something would like that would fall through the cracks. And I can't, for the life of me, understand how this bill trying to get it put in there would have fallen through. That's just complete ignorance because that should be the number one reason you get a divorce. I mean, when you get married, if your husband's impotent, um, you should probably know that before you marry him. But a, 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 a spouse could. Uh, you don't know. I mean, a spouse may not be abusive in the beginning, but after a year, maybe or so, they start becoming abusive, and no person should have to live like that. And it's never going to change. Abuse in any kind of relationship is never going to change. They're never going to stop. Okay. And I mean, I understand exactly what she's saying, Crystal. Why do you think, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm missing something. Why do you think that physical abuse is not grounds for divorce? I, I don't understand how that can even, like, be a thing. Well, first of all, um, hey, Amy, I miss your voice. <laughs> hey, Crystal. Um, and secondly, um, well, this is Mississippi. Hello. I mean, sorry, but why anyone lives there is beyond me. <laughs> Hater. So, but anyway, I think that is kind of crazy and a little backwards and ridiculous. Um, because to me, a law like that kind of plays into the fact that Nine times out of ten, the abuse of the spouse would be the man to the woman. 
So therefore, the man has a right to do whatever he has to do in his house and home. He um, he is like an ownership of his wife, and so he can do whatever he needs to do in order to maintain his home and his, you know, dominance over the household. So to me, that that speaks to a flashback of how marriage is looked upon as the man is the domineering one and the woman and children are his property to do with whatever he feels. So those are, those are the kind of laws that um, when, you, when you put them on the books, you have to look at um, what time and era are we coming from, why hasn't this been looked at and revised over the years, and a lot of it has to do with the community in which you live in and the lawmakers in which you um, put into office and those people in the community who put them in office. So, I don't know. It's Mississippi. There it is. Hmm. And, Buck, what do you think about it, man? I mean, uh, lawmakers also want to force a two-year separation before allowing a divorce after a domestic violence incident. I mean, is that reasonable or not, Buck? It needs to be. That's this is something that should have been number one on the ballot. Um, far too long, Mississippi has made their their wrong um, choices in laws. Um, you know, you got a governor now that's signing in stupid shit like, you know, um, you know all kinds of crazy laws. But this one gets struck down in the, in in the house. It's it's just uh, it just it just shows you how far backwards Mississippi, it, it, the, the direction that they're going, and they're going backwards. Um, you know, that's my hometown, you know, my, my home state or what have you. I grew up there. I wasn't born there, but I, was, I grew up there. But the bottom line of it is is that it's going in a, you know, this just adds more fuel to the fire. Um, you got ten, 10 cities that don't want people to, you know, go, go to the state of Mississippi, and now you have a law that should be definitely law. And they strike it down, and you know they strike it down. It's just, it's just absolutely retarded to not have this law. Um, it's definitely grounds for a divorce, and for the for the legislature of the state of Mississippi to strike this down in the House is absurd. And I mean, this should this should open up the eyes of every single Mississippian that's still, you know, that's that's there and voting that the people that they have in these in in these seats. We need to be voted out, and we get some new blood in there to, you know, so therefore we can, you know, get the state in the, going in the right direction. Because right now, I think it's going in, a, in the wrong direction. And this is just an example of it. Right now, I think it's just going backwards. Uh, I, I don't get this at all. I, I just, I, I can't bring myself to understand why. And it makes you think about, Who's voting on these things? I mean, I, I want to try to see if I can find a, a list of who and how they voted, so I can see how many women voted on this and uh, how many older people voted voted on this. Because if 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 there's a woman anywhere who voted for this, and I know domestic violence go both ways, but it's mainly the like Crystal said, it's mainly mainly the woman that's the victim. If there's a woman that voted yes for this, I, I would like to know what is she thinking and how does she get reelected, you know. And, I, I mean, even for men to vote for this in 2016, 
just doesn't make any sense for me. To force people into a two-year separation rather than go ahead and granting them the divorce so they can go on with their lives and the person can get some closure and move on. And, I, I mean, a- Amy, how confident do you feel uh, about politicians making everyday decisions that affect your life? I mean, do you think they even consult experts? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I think they need to have a um, um, a public meeting and and hear from some uh, some women who uh, have been abused and men as well. Uh, have you know some people with firsthand knowledge? Um, but yeah, they and at least have experts, definitely. Um, and and tell them the same thing that my average Joe self is telling you that an abuser is not going to change, and they're not going to stop. I don't care if you separate them for two days, two months, or two years, or two decades. They're not going to stop. And mental abuse and physical abuse is lifelong damning. Yeah. I like the idea of actually bringing in some people who have been through it and let them discuss it. And, um, Crystal, how do you think they come to the conclusion on some of these decisions? I mean, do you think they actually consult people? Well, how a law actually comes into being is um, not quite as as an honest thing as we think. We think that we vote on it, so therefore it'll happen because we've gotten the right people in there. We put pressure on them. But really, if you want um, anything to happen, then you have to be someone who is political and has money in order to sway the politician to what they want. Um, or if they don't think it's important enough, it gets you know thrown to the wayside. And if you have a lot of people in there who are, you know, Republicans or fundamentalists or whatever, then they're probably going to vote towards whatever they think their constituents are, which are very conservative, and they're not going to even bring it up, you know. So. I mean, you have to have a reason to change a law, and a lot of this is why lobbyists are in business because they're working for major corporations or whatever, and they're doing things in order to further whatever cause they have. Paying attention to something like this is not going to be uh, on their priority, so it takes a grassroots kind of an organization, maybe like you know now you know, the National Organization of Women to go in and fight for it. But how many people, you know, in that area may be democratic or liberal? Uh, well, I don't have any confidence in politicians anyway They, as far as getting things right. Uh, they just seem to screw it up every single time. But all right, I'm gonna take a quick break and come back with one more main topic. And um, this is a pretty interesting story that I got to give you on the other side of this. Hi, this is Aaron Anderson of the Marriage and Family Clinic at RelationshipRx.net. 
you're listening to the Talk to You Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. show and there was a very interesting column I came across and this this site called NG Trends they posted an advice column and the title of the column was my girlfriend donated a kidney to me but I'm not in love anymore what do I do and of course you know everyone offered their opinions through Twitter and all that other stuff but this guy wrote in and said he had been with his significant other for five years, and she donated a kidney to him, but he feels like the relationship is fizzling out. He said, quote, I feel like staying together is the right thing to do, even even if I'm not in love anymore. I'll never be able to pay her back. I'm so torn and conflicted, and I feel like I have to make an impossible choice. Uh, <laughs> end quote. So... But let me start with you on this one. Dating for five years, she donates you a kidney, but you're not in love anymore. You know, I don't, I, I don't know how long it's been since the kidney um, the, um, transplant, but you're not in love anymore. What do you do? Do you stay because you feel obligated, or do you hit the road with her kidney? Uh, this is this one is easier said than done, but I'm gonna I'm hit it from this approach here. I mean, you never stay in a relationship that you're not happy in. I mean, a lot of times we make that 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 mistake um, by you know doing that. You think you're staying, you know, you know, trying to you know make the kids happy, or you know, you think you're standing for for financial reasons or what have you, whatever your reasons may be. But if you're not in love with the person, you're just not in love with the person. So, you know, all all it is in the long run is somebody's going to end up getting hurt. So. He's got to be. He's got to have big enough balls, and just say, "Hey, look, you know, it's not going in the right direction. You know, I appreciate everything you've done for me, but I got to move forward." Now, you can't feel guilty because she's done, and you know, donate you a kidney. Now, if she's already donated. All right, you know, nothing you do about it. But she hadn't. Then, brother, you may have to get back on the list. I mean, it's just that damn simple. I mean. This is a choice. That, I mean, to me, you got to look at your, you got to look at your options. And I don't, you know, I don't. I hadn't read the article, so I don't know whether he already got the kidney or whether he's getting ready to get the kidney. He got the kidney. He got the kidney. All right. Well, yeah. you know, he just got. You got to bounce. You know, he just got to explain. You know, now if there's some, you know, wiggle room where he can, you know, they can get some counseling or what have you, then he can do that. But really and truthfully, he only got. He's only guaranteed five years with a kidney transplant, just like with any other organ. And he's going to have to take at least 28 or 30 pills. So, you know, he'll be around here five more years, so she really ain't losing much once he goes anyway. You know, he might get seven out of it if he's lucky. So, That's some people who live a long time with kidneys. Yeah, that's true. But really in today's time, I mean, 
with you know how it maybe with medicine maybe it lasts a little bit longer, but yeah, they really just they gave this dude a penis transplant the other day. Medicine has evolved. <laughs> oh well, I don't know about that, but that man got you new know, junk. He got new junk in it. He got new junk. I know. But anyway, you, since, since you took it off the rails, but anyway. Regardless of that, I mean, really and truthfully, only is guaranteed five years because you know your body is going to constantly, even if you got more than that, your body's going to constantly reject it. So you're going to have to continue to take twenty eight, thirty pills. So she really ain't losing much. If the pump motherfucker go ahead and go on down the road anyway, she'll have somebody else. She just got one left kidney. So we'll leave it like that. He he said, "quote If I stay with her, I'll always feel trapped and in a loveless relationship." If I break up with her, I'll forever feel like an evil person for dumping someone who literally put their life on the line for me, end quote. Uh, this fool need to grow up some balls. <laughs> Amy, how do you feel? Well, you know, of course this situation's easier said than done, but I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, I agree with Buck. You can't stay in a relationship with someone you don't love anymore. You can't stay in a relationship for the kids and blah, blah, blah. Just like in any relationship. Um, because, you know, it's it's just going to, the situation is going to get worse. And But I think that maybe this is probably one of those times that they may need to, he may want to call in a therapist, you know, call in a professional, higher power, so to speak, to uh, kind of help, you know, help um, move this situation along, you know, kind of mediate the situation and, and kind of guide them through a uh, – got them through a, a split up because you know people donate organs all the time um you know um so you know if I, if if my family donates my organs and it helps some you know person in california um she might end up on dr phil with them uh eventually someday but you know um I'm glad to see my mama's heart, you know, working in somebody else. Um, but, you know, that's just, I think that maybe he might want to go talk with a therapist because he can't stay out of guilt and 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 be miserable because he's going to end up making her miserable and the situation may go from bad to worse. Yeah. Let's see. On... Twitter, Jealous Cloud said, George Lopez and Tracy Morgan left their wife after they gave them a kidney. Don't spend your life unhappy due to loyalty. Um, Carla, Kalar Wheel said, ain't no way you leaving a relationship with my kidney. <laughs> and, and, and Stain Fox says, I give you a kidney and we break up, you're going to leave that or dot, dot, dot. So, Crystal, how do you feel about it? Um, should he uh, leave and take the kidney with him, or should he feel obligated to stay because this woman was literally his lifeline? Well, I think that he should leave 
I mean, he could actually do it in a tactful way and, and explain the situation and, you know, maybe they can be friends. The thing about it is, is whether you give someone a kidney um, or, you know, you give them a ride to the store, you did it because you felt at that moment that you wanted to do something for this person. So you cannot feel obligated or they cannot feel obligated to you for your choice. And I think that is cruel to feel that someone owes you something because they're going to give you a kidney. I mean, I know that's a big deal, but you made that choice to do that. And, you know, I um, I have known uh, people who have had um, kidney transplants, and they've lived a long time, actually, uh-huh. still kicking it. I mean, you know, of course, you're always going to have to deal with, you know, health issues, but but the thing, if he did stay, he will um, grow to resent her, and he will not be able to fully live his life. So it's kind of like his kidney is going to waste, you know, uh. because he's not even enjoying real life or moving on. And for her, if she really cared about him, um, then she would want him to be the, the happiest. However, it was whether it was with her, without her, she saved his life. So let him have a life. Let him go and be free, and he can still be in his life because he will always be, you know, you know, he'll always love you for saving his life. But, but you know, that's not love if you keep someone trapped. So, so I'd say leave. Crystal, that was so beautiful. That was so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was very elegant, Lisa. It really was. Thank you. <laughs> Must be the so, cold medicine. <laughs> <laughs> well, if his significant other didn't know um, that he was looking to leave, I'm pretty sure she does now with this story, you know, kind of getting big and, you know, Going viral, so to speak So I guess that she definitely knows By now Which is a shame And, alright One more topic and then we'll have final thoughts I just want to bring this up Um, The TSA Which is, what does that stand for anyway? I used to know Something Security Administration or something Anybody know what TSA stands for? Travel That might be it the Transportation Security, that's what it is, Transportation Security Administration. And so the TSA has decided that rather than, I guess, have a human pick people at random to search, they got a machine that costs $47,000 called a randomizer that I guess will pick people out for them. I don't quite understand the story. But uh, if you've been paying attention as of late, you know, airports have been really crowded because they have extra rules now or something that the TSA has to follow uh, regarding checking everyone before they get on the plane. And some people have waited as long as two hours just to get checked out. They've missed their flights and all this other stuff all across the country because the TSA is trying to do what they think 
um, they need to do in order to protect everyone on the plane. Now, they had some recent tests, probably within the last month or so, where the TSA failed 67 of 70 tests, which is stupid. 67 out of 70, they failed um, when it came to certain security protocol. And, Amy, I'll start with you. Do you feel like the TSA is necessary? Do you think that they're doing their job? I mean, do you feel comfortable with with the job that they're doing? Well, I haven't uh, flown since 
I mean, we don't have a the kind of technology that can not only technically see if you have a bomb, but also um, psychically or psychologically see whether or not this person is actually going to use a bomb or put something uh-huh. together. I mean, we can't do all that. All we can do is, you know, just kind of look at people, put them into particular categories, see what they do, um, and, 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 you know, and make it, and sorry, it makes it a little inconvenient for everybody. But, I mean, that's just the world we live in right now. And even in the best of things with what we're doing, you know, now, I mean, and, and you have to remember also, as far as the TSA is concerned, these aren't people who are making a ton of money, of course. So they're not going to be just the most, and it's not the FBI or the CIA or special forces who are, you know, looking at people walk through. These are just your average Joes who had a little training, you know. And so we just do the best that we can. And and I think that, you know, I think that they're doing all that they can do at this point. I mean, yeah, you can make it better, but like I said, these are people who don't make a lot of money. And they're just, you know, they're just going to job and doing their job the best they can do, and that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't have it all. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You want it all, then get your own plane and, hmm. you know, fly yourself around. Does that pose a problem when you you mention that these people don't particularly make a lot of money? Is that part of the problem? Well, it's always a problem, just like with the cops. Because, like, you know, with anything else, I mean, yeah. When you don't make a lot of money, you're pretty goddamn frustrated. And that... um that speaks to your day and how you treat people. So, because we're all human. So, yeah. Okay. And, Buck, I'll let you close it out, man. As far as your confidence in the TSA, I mean, is it necessary? They were created after 9 11, you know, November 2000. Well, no, what, wait, when was 9 11? I'm trying to think. 2001, right? 2001. Yeah. 2001. Yeah. That's right. So, um, yeah, it was created in November 2001 um, after 9-11. And, you know, it was part of Bin Laden's master plan. He said he was going to break the United States. And he did exactly that because we spent tons of money on, you know, different things, including creating the TSA. Is it necessary to do what we do? I mean, we haven't had too many planes blow up. So, I mean, has it been working or have terrorists just found other things to do? I think it's working to a certain extent, but it's time to reevaluate the system. I mean, it, the TSA has been, I mean, you got to look at how long it's been in existence. Um, since November 2001, it's now, you know, May 2016. There has to be some revisions. Now, a machine is just not going to cut the mustard. Um, it's not going to speed things up. If anything, it's going to slow things down. Um, the only thing that's going to really help the um, help the TSA is, adding the 700 to 800 more employees they said they were going to add because, you know, they have to do this. Um, it's something that, you know, this is the, the, you know, the, we live in this society now, and this is part of our society and we have to keep the, the passengers safe on the planes. Um, it, you know, even with the, you know, captain and the, you know, the flight crew, um, you know, we got to make sure that they're clean and sober so they can fly the plane. But, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, the TSA 
you know, they when they first came out, everything was working pretty good. Now all of a sudden, you know, it's time to make some changes. They got to do some things, you know, get some better training. So therefore, that they're, um, you know, they're properly trained. Um, it's time to, you know, put some money into the system uh, so they can get the proper training. So they'll know what type of bombs. They need to get up to speed. We got to be ahead of the terrorists, not the terrorists be ahead of us. So we have to, you know, maybe it's time for some military training for some of the TSA or make them part of the military, make a seventh branch and make the TSA part of the military. It's something to think about. Maybe hire just military military personnel for the TSA. Just some ideas that to, you know, to try to make the TSA work more sound, more proficient, and make it easier so we don't have to be at the airport three hours before the flight arrives, you know, the, fl- the flight takes off. So there's just some, you know, it's just time for something to be injected into that system to try to make it a little bit better. So, therefore, it'll make, you know, your whole travel experience easier. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see if they get those new employees. And if they're paying them $10 an hour, I'm not going to feel any safer. I don't care how many employees they bring in. Um, pay those people some money and make them feel like they have some pride in their job. I mean, a person's salary goes a long way towards the pride they have. So, we'll see what goes on. But, all right, uh, tomorrow be zone coverage for about an hour. won't be a long show. We'll discuss a few things, NBA finals, a couple other little scenarios I'm going to throw at you all. And then we'll be back next Tuesday. Um and we'll discuss current events, relationships, whatever comes up. Um, I've been in touch with Mary LaBelle to do the next Let's Talk About Sex segment, which I think is going to be number, what, 18, I think. So look for that, hopefully, to drop sometime in June. And I probably have a couple of other guests coming soon, get Jay Mayo back on, see what's going on with him. Maybe Susan, the, Susie, the single dating diva, see if she wants to get back on. And so maybe a few guests to come throughout the summer. But, like I said, that's you can go to TalkToQ.com to get information. Sign up for my email newsletter. That way you know when the shows air and how you get to them. Okay, and final thoughts. And, Amy, I will go with you. Um, great show. Um, some interesting topics. I wanted to uh, piggyback off of what um, Buck said at the end of his comment about the TSA. One thing that they stated in um, one of the episodes of Mayday Air Crash Disaster where one of the bombs were, was uh, on board was that these terrorists are constantly looking for new chemicals and and constantly looking for new concoctions and ways to put together bombs. I mean, they're they're in OCD mode constantly. Um so, you know, I mean, we 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 kind of need to keep that in mind. It, it, you would be amazed at what one small bomb how how it can cripple an airplane and kill, crash to the ground and kill everybody on board. Um, divorce, uh, the divorce situation. 
I think that if 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 ever there was a time to not riot, but to uh, start um, marching and stuff in Mississippi, uh, write letters to these legislative people and and get the and, and get that domestic dispute or I'm sorry, um, domestic violence and stuff put in. That that's just compl- that's not even ignorance. That's complete stupidity. Um, and you know, get some get some people who have um, you know experienced abuse and and some professionals in on this to say, look, you've got to change this. This is this is something that you you just got to do. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Because um, that should be the number one reason why you get a divorce. And Justin Bieber, I think Justin needs to, when he wraps up with this tour, I think he needs to rent a place out in the country and just kind of, you know, live off the, live out of sight for a while and kind of regain his, you know, focus and his, his, his peace and tranquility and, um, his epiphany and enjoy, you know, just being a normal person and have the people around him that truly love and care about him and not have to worry about flying to the next concert or thousands of screaming little girls and, and stuff and just, um, spend some quiet time you know, away from the spotlight for a while, uh, whether it even be go back to, ca- to to Canada for a while, you know. But uh, it's good to talk to everybody. Okay. Don't vote for Hillary for president. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to hear your voice again. And before I go to the next um uh, Final thought. Let me go to the 601 area code to the Magnolia State of Mississippi to bring on the Minister of Sexual Affairs, Eminem. Eminem was shaking, man. Hey, what up, you? What up, Radio World? Not too much, man. And uh, I'm going to get you to hold for a moment. We're going to let them go with their final thoughts, and you can kind of get a gist of what we discussed tonight when you hear some of these final thoughts. And Crystal, Crystal, I'll go with you. Okay, well, um, first of all, I agree with uh, Amy regarding Bieber, that he should, you know, take some time and kind of regroup. Because, you know, kind of what he's been going through now seems like a lot of frustration. However, he's still young, and there's a lot of things that he does that are just, you know, it shows his age. Um, But it is harder to live, you know, in the spotlight but, you know, that's what gated communities are for. Um, <laughs> as far as, you know, I said my piece regarding, you know, the law, Mississippi and everything. I mean, when it comes to, you know, marriage, you know, you have to bring it into this time and place. People are different now. And just the fact that whether it's a husband and wife or just a person, I mean, you know, just a, friends or whatever. I mean, to say that you don't get to take retribution against this person because they happen to be, you know, my husband or whatever, and separation—that's ridiculous. That's that's so stupid. It's like a slap in the face. Slap in the face. 
But um, but anyway, um, good show. Good hearing from everybody, even though my cold is still here and I sound like a frog. But I'm just <laughs> you do not sound like a frog, uh, Kristen. <laughs> I feel like I sound like a frog. But um, but yeah, good show. And I guess I will talk to you guys next week. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Buck. Great show as always. As far as as far as Justin Bieber, maybe he needs to take some time off. I mean he he does sound kinda of sound like he's a celebrity that sometimes you just get burnt out. I mean, he's still very popular. I mean, just regardless to all some of the things that he does, he's still very popular. So maybe he just need after this tour he needs to take some time off and relax. Smell the roses, so to speak. As far as the law, you know, of Mississippi, you know, and them not putting domestic violence as a reason for divorce. I mean, Mississippi got some serious issues. I mean, and um, this just adds fuel to the fire. Um, I mean, you got a governor that's just putting this, this signing in the law, all kinds of stupid stuff, making the state go backwards. And um, now this, I mean, you just, you know, it, people in Mississippi need to rise up and impeach the governor and get him out of there and, and and impeach, you know, get rid of some of these fools that are in the, in the legislature in Mississippi. And uh, therefore we can get some changes, you know, get some changes made so that we're, you know, Mississippi can finally start moving forward instead of backwards. Um, and that's all I'm going to say on that because it's really irritating. And actually, you know, it's funny that we talked about that tonight because I actually got in a conversation with somebody about Mississippi and some of the laws and they supposedly know the governor, um, but evidently not paying attention to what the governor is signing. So that just, you know, just goes to show you sometimes, you know, you think you know everything and you really don't know what's what's going on in your in your own state. So, I mean, it's just, it's national news, what you know, what's going on in Mississippi, and it's pretty bad. You know, it's painting a dark cloud over the state, which Mississippi yeah. can ill afford to have. Um, and you have... As, um... You have it's trending right now in Cleveland, Mississippi, which is the northwest part of the state in the Delta. Uh, public schools have to desegregate. I mean, yes, 2016, and they're desegregating schools in the Delta. It's a long story. But, yeah, that's trending yeah. on Facebook right now. Yes, I mean, there's, there's some serious issues that need to be addressed. And, you know, with the laws that are being made in the state and things of that nature, uh, it's going in the wrong direction. Um, and in Mississippi stands to lose billions upon billions of dollars. Uh, and maybe that's what it's going to take to make the change. But hopefully the people will rise up in the state of Mississippi and make things change before that happens. As far as, um, God, it was the last topic I forgot because that, that really just threw me for a loop. Um, the last topic was the kidney. The, the, as far as the kidney goes. And the TSA, um, I guess. Yeah, well, TSA is where I would really want to go with. Um, as far as the TSA, there's got to be some changes. Um, changes need to be made. You know, it's been it's been in existence for a long time, so there's definitely got to be some changes made. Um, I mentioned military as an option, but you know, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be military. It, as long as it's you know well trained people, um, and who, the T, the head of the TSA needs to be looking at social media. Um, the head of TSA needs to know because that's where the terrorist groups are going now to re- doing their recruiting, uh, showing them how to make the bombs and things of that nature. 
we the TSA? The T- no, I'm just saying that's where the that's where the not the TSA, but that's where the TSA needs to go to kind of learn some of this stuff and see what the terrorists are doing because the terrorists terrorists are actually using social media to recruit. So the bottom line of it is is that they need to get into the modern age and be ahead of the game instead of behind the game and uh, hire enough people, and they need to pay them. Um, $10 an hour is just not enough for an agent to stand there and search. You, you, know, you, these, you know, these are government employees, I think. So with that being said, they need to be at least making 20 so and you making twenty dollars an hour, I guarantee you those folks gonna get through the line a whole lot faster than they do when they're making ten dollars an hour. So something you know, that little food for thought. They, these guys are doing a they're doing a monumental task to try to make sure that people are safe to get on these airplanes. Ten dollars an hour ain't gonna cut it. They need to make need to be making twenty. So if they make some changes in the TSA, uh and the director of the TSA instead of getting bonuses need to pass that down to the employee. Uh, there's a lot of things that need to be done to that TSA to make some changes. That's Other crazy. That yeah, great people, show. People that work at Target probably make more than a TSA. Actually, people that that push buggers at Walmart make more than the TSA agents. So, um, bottom line of it is, great show. Glad Amy was able to come on. Glad to have everybody on tonight. Glad to have the Minister of Sexual Affairs chime in late. <laughs> everybody have a great night. Uh, <laughs> all right. I appreciate it, sir. And Eminem, just to give you an overview, man, Justin Bieber says that uh, – well, I'll just throw him off to you one at a time and let you respond. Justin Bieber says that he's no longer taking pictures with the fans because they're rude to him. They treat him like an animal in a cage. They don't even speak to him. They just walk up and hold up their camera. So he says he ain't doing any more pictures. That fair file for a celebrity to say they're not doing any more pictures because, you know, they don't like how having to do it so often or how they're treated or – you know, is he obligated? Oh, that that's very foul. I mean, it, I mean, if you're an entertainer, that's where you get your money from. That's where it comes from, the fans. You know, uh, you know, unless you want to be on the next, where are they now? You know, twenty some years <laughs> later. You know, you, you know. But the best thing Justin can do, the best thing Justin Bieber could do, number one, is leave them damn drugs alone. And number two, he need to look at some uh, some uh, teen stars that later became adult stars in their own right. Uh, one of the best examples I can possibly think of is LL Cool J. And I'm not saying he made no mistakes, but considering uh, he was a rapper starting out about 15 on tour with grown men, you know, uh, a very attractive guy to the ladies on top of everything else. And he pretty much maintained his brain and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, uh, I think he just need to just kind of, you know, just reflect on. Oh, he just, <laughs> he just need to reflect on, um, you know, some 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 young stars who kind of uh, progress so to speak, but they did it uh, in a good way. But one thing about it, man, you got to understand, you're in the wrong business if you don't want your fan. Now, I understand paparazzi, you know, but a, a fan and a paparazzi is two different things. Like I say, uh, you know, in, in my city, you know, for the most part, 
people of a certain age anyway hate LeBron James, and it had nothing to do with his basketball skills. It's about some PR shit. So Justin definitely don't want to make it a habit of going out there. And who's to say everybody can't have a bad day, but guess what? When you have a bad day, you do like the average common man. You keep your black ass at home or your white ass at home. So, um, you know, if if you can't work on the assembly line, stay at home. Call in sick. If you own the assembly line, you expect it to work. So you're an entertainer. This is how you make your money. This is how you market. That's this is how you market it. This is how your managers. This is how you promote it. So if you can't, if you don't feel like dealing with the fans, take a fucking vacation, man. You know, but if, if a fan in your face, you gotta address them. That's only right. Okay. You know, suck and, it up, grow some balls. And let's see. The next topic we discussed was. Um, you know, in Mississippi, they were trying to pass um, an am- amendment, something that was called the divorce bill, which means that domestic abuse can be the grounds for an at-fault divorce. And that didn't pass because they wanted to insert something in the bill that said you had to be separated at least two years before being able to get a divorce due to domestic violence. Okay. All right. Well, it's it's about three different things that's wrong for this. That's wrong with this. Number one, and this is kind of piggyback on one of the answers Buck made. Uh, Mississippi really never joined the Union after the Civil War. I mean, that's some shit they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to understand that, um, you know, that okay, the war is over. You know, y'all yeah. motherfuckers got beat. You know, over a hundred years ago now. Damn near one hundred and fifty. The shit is all weird. It's time to join the union. And number two, separation of church and state. You know, you can't turn around and make the Bible a one-size-fits-all and make it work the way you work, you know. Now, it's funny that everything else is signed off and against. And Mississippi having a lottery is a goddamn sin. And it's going to make more murders happen in Jackson than before or whatever. And that's not the truth. It's, that shit been going on. This shit has been crazy damn near 40 years. But, um, and number three, well, it's, it, you know, the, 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 the people, the people here for the most part are going to have to stop being silent and just like let everybody else speak for us. The shit we don't like, we're going to have to say something about it. And for the most part, many people do, but it's just the majority. I mean, it's just like, it's not a, a lot of, Things you know, it's like it's almost like uh, that old mentality still kind of resonates. And I'm not talking about myself because I'm just the opposite. But I'm talking about many other people, especially in the smaller towns or whatever. You know, it's like people just kind of wait for things to happen, wait for God to change everything, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, those three three things are gonna have to take place because otherwise, number one, I I, I go back. Just for people miss Mississippi gonna have to first join the Union, which is the United States of America. We're still not a part of it. All right. Number two, uh, damn, I forgot what number two is. <laughs> damn, I can't remember what I said, man. <laughs> Shit. Man, but I'm telling you, man, once once school out, I'm I'm gonna be back on my A game. But uh uh they're going to have to rejoin the union. Uh, they're going to have to, you know, separate 
church from state. Church you know, from stop, state. Stop, stop making one person's interpretation of religion fit everybody. You know, because it's just like we was the most religious state when slavery was going on, too. So keep that in mind. And then the people are going to have to stop waiting for, you know, the clouds to open up for some type of change. You know, we're going to have to do, do some things on our own. And many people do, but as a whole, it's still kind of half and half or whatever. So it's really not an outcry with anything. Okay. And the last main topic was about um, this guy dated this girl for five years. She donated a kidney to him. Over time, he fell out of love with her, and now he doesn't know if he's obligated to stay because she gave him a kidney or if he should push on like Flintstone. Well, I mean, in a case like that, in a case like that, there's no obligation to stay in a relationship if you don't love her, but there is an obligation to understand that she gave you life. So for the rest of his life, in my opinion, he would own, I mean, in my opinion, what I would do is just like, you know, it might not be much, but I would have to pay you something monetarily every month for the rest of my life just to appreciate the fact that you gave me life. But to stay in a relationship, nah, hell nah. I mean, if that's, I mean, that ain't that ain't going to solve it, but, you know, money going to pretty much cure anything. You pay her ass right, she ain't going to think about his ass. And then if he pay her, and then if he pay, and then if he pay her a certain way, he ain't gonna forget about it either. Because the same way we get our monthly bills, like damn, yeah, he'll be saying damn every month, so they won't forget each other, you know. So that's how you saw that. You know what? I did not expect that answer from you. That was one of the most eloquent answers I think you've ever put on this show. That's well, yeah, awesome. but, it, but 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 you know what though? But now if she didn't save his life. If it was the other way around and he saved her life, it's time to put her ass on the street. Now you just uh-uh. fucked up the eloquent answer. Yeah. So 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 I'll be nice about it since she saved his life. Eminem, <laughs> you can't do it though. He's gotta Are be you nice hearing about these life. guys, Crystal? <laughs> You got, you got, you well, got this. It's got to be him. both ways. So there it is. Give it up for you. Oh, he is the minister of sexual affairs, and obviously medical affairs too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like the, the, the hell with Obamacare. You know, women walk around with it all the time. Shit. Care for everything you got. Every ill. Take blood pressure down fifty points every hit. Uh-uh. You take somebody come out their head swole up, come out their blood pressure like yeah, that's when the last time they pop one. <laughs> Golly, we know where that's going. What do we get for ten dollars? <laughs> 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 you know where that was going. Yeah, so Phil Bryant want to pay. He want to. He want to. He he want to pay something real controversial. He can he can go in the opposite direction with it. There you go. That's VO thirteen thirteen for y'all listeners out there that don't know nothing about it. Y'all might need to check it out because that's the, right. that's the that's the cure all end all right there. Exactly. That'll, that'll lower your blood pressure. Your blood's you gonna know. be down there. So shit. You know. Open up. Say ah. Smile and insert that Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem in full effect, ladies and gentlemen. Oh lord. Right. Bitch, I don't give no change. 
with assist from the Buckster. I got to I got to take the assist on that one, damn it. I kind of got you started on that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well I appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, be sure to catch us tomorrow's on coverage, Jim and them. I ain't gonna be on that long, but. We'll get in a good hour from eight to nine at least yeah. if we can. Hey, at w- what what time did it end last week? Because I called in. It wasn't as long. I called in on I think one of the shows. Man, it was like it was late, but it wasn't. It was like within the hour I thought, and it said gave me that little your show start time. Won't, that you know, might that have little, been. I had a show a show number um, five ninety six, I believe, or whatever. That show lasted like. 40 minutes or so. Um, okay. That was the first show in like 596 episodes that I didn't take a call. <laughs> that ain't funny, but I was just like. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, about 40 minutes, it was over with. <laughs> okay, because I know I, I I swore I called like at 8.50 or something like that. I yeah, said, you know, I thought I had my days mixed up. Then I saw the, you know, the little. Crystal uh, called last night. <laughs> oh, it was more last night too. Nah, she called last night, but it wasn't the show. Oh, oh, okay. That's because I All missed right. it. I didn't want to miss it again. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's all that was last week. But man, we got to right, do well, something special for the episode. Uh, I tell you what. What's, what's, when, is show, what's, when is show 600 coming up? 600 is actually tomorrow. God damn. Uh, now nah, I don't get paid to the end of the month. <laughs> so I said I might do something for 601. Even, it's not, you know, an odd number. Oh, okay. But, you know, I, I don't know. Like a area code. Right, right. There you go. There you go. I usually don't do anything for, uh, you know, during zone coverage as far as any celebrations, but. Maybe I'll do something for 601 that does kind of apply to the area code. And been a lot of Mississippi news making the show lately anyway, so I'm pretty sure something stupid will happen by next week. Since you got folks still <laughs> stealing hair and plants and robbing Walmarts with skillets. You should, yeah, you should just do a Mississippi show. I want a truckload of whatever them guys were on. Because they was damn sure out they mind. <laughs> You should do a show called Why I Live in Mississippi. <laughs> uh, not a lot of traffic. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. A lot of free a lot of free pussy. <laughs> oh my there's, god. Why? Because there's nothing else to do? Right. There's there's plenty of it in northwest Mississippi, but it comes along with um with, with accessories, if you pick the wrong one, <laughs> Northwest Northwest Mississippi has had um, quite a few STD epidemics. So if you fool around up there, yeah. you know that well, uh, you might take something home That's with great. you. Now, in the in the opposite end of the state, uh, at one time it was a. Little epidemic going on, but shit, like I say, it kind of went into some stereotypes. You know, people be like, you know, the older guys be like, shit, you know, 
you see a chick, she look a certain way. You like, man, that bitch can burn me in today. So that's what people <laughs> go up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Plus, but, it was but all cool right, you got it. <laughs> You know what? I don't need that type of proof from a woman that I had sex with her. Like, yeah, I'm burning, man. No, I hit. Look, 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 look. Niggas be like, you too? Yeah, dog. <laughs> nah, I don't want a woman that's gonna give me a receipt. I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you scratching more than Fido? <laughs> I did. I remember that time, though, man. I know the show got to end, but I, I know we'll forget this time. Uh, uh, cause one thing, the cool part about it, man, I had an enjoyable time learning about sex education from older people and bathroom walls and shit. I remember this dude. We must have been in fourth grade. For a good time, Carl. He said, uh, he said the way that his uncle told him to see if a chick. Had crabs Well you put some black pepper on the seat And if she start moving when she sit down The crabs start getting irritated or something. <laughs> <laughs> And I believe that shit Black pepper on the seat Right Ooh, boy. And how about and he, when I got my first car I kept a little pack of black pepper man You know <laughs> <laughs> Never tried it Never seen nobody squirm but if they did, you know, they had to get their ass up out of there. <laughs> oh, goodness. Lord. My goodness. <laughs> Black pepper on the seat. Yeah. See, them things start biting that bitch like crazy. She started squirming and stuff. You know, he had a full story behind him. <laughs> uh, on that note... <laughs> I want to thank <laughs> I want to thank Lipo7 I'll never look at Pepper the same again Yeah I know right I see Pepper I'm going to thank Crab <laughs> I want to thank the Halstead Hermit And ForeverLetter.life My official sponsor And I want to thank Eminem For helping me lose 3 pounds From laughing over the last 20 minutes <laughs> All right. If you want to get more information on the show, go to TalkToQ.com. All the information you need is there. Sign up for the email newsletter on top of that. And also, um, the show airs every Tuesday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And I have a song that I want to play by Sarantos Malosia. And Sarantos has debuted his songs on online, uh, excuse me, on the show multiple times before. Uh, a lot of times he does these songs and he donates the proceeds to charity. And I'll have more information on all of that next week. But I just want to preview the song for you all today. It's called "Tired Tired of Being Scared." This is Sarantos Malosia. You can check him out um, at SarantosMalosia.com. And that is S-A-R-A-N-T-O-S-M-E-L-O-G-I-A. Sarantos Maloja. I'm sorry, the website is actually Maloja.com. M-E-L-O-G-I-A. Maloja.com. 
So here is Sorrentos Maloja, tired of being scared. Everyone have a great night. Peace out. We'll talk sports tomorrow. More current events and relationship topics next Tuesday. Much love in all my years, so many things.